Hi, I'm Matt Pacilli with the Virginia State Golf Association, and welcome to our Golf in the Commonwealth podcast. This week, we're talking with a couple of golfers whose names are annually among the top of the VSGA leaderboards, but not the leaderboards you're thinking of in events or championships. The perhaps even more coveted leaderboard of number of rounds played in a year. Kate and Rob Tidgewell posted a combined 538 rounds in 2020, and those are just the number of rounds that they posted to their handicaps. It's a fascinating interview with a couple who's been married for 28 years on how they amped up their number of rounds, how they manage the emergency nine, and how they sell golf to their friends who don't play. That comes at the end of the interview, so I really hope you stick around to hear those answers. So without further delay, here's my interview with Kate and Rob Tidgewell. Rob and Kate Tidgewell are with me today. We're outside of Brander Mill Country Club where the three of us, we didn't play together, but we did play in the VSGA one day event. And you all like annually lead VSGA members or are amongst the top five of number of rounds played each year and that is fascinating for me to see people who play as much golf as you all do in 2020 rob how many rounds did you play 325 325 rounds kate how many did you play i actually don't remember but it was like 250 270 something like that (laughs) now rob we did an article on you in the 2019 uh, Virginia Golfer magazine that was sort of was that kind of the beginning of your journey into like just ridiculous amounts of golf yeah I I retired the end of that year whatever that was uh, 2017 so for January of 2018 it was like well I'm not working anymore so I guess I get the golf I was probably golfing 150 rounds a year while I was working okay um, so th- then it was like, well, I'm not working. I need something to do. I need goals. And, uh, that's sort of how that first year went. Okay. Now, Kate, what about you? So I retired last February, February of 20. And so then I had all this time and then COVID happened. So I thought, well, I have the opportunity to play golf, so I'll just go play. And I hadn't gone into the weekday golf yet with, you know, women's leagues and that type of thing and just... Um, would get out and play and um, didn't really have any goal in mind. Just, I thought, play golf or sit home and eat and clean, and that didn't seem like much fun. There's only so much <laughs> of that that you can do. How did you how do you experience a round of golf? Is it I, I, I'm, I'm curious to know the degree that you sort of soak up the experience or whether there's rounds that are just kind of, transactional and it's like let's just count that as another round but I don't get the sense that either of you are in this for just numbers I don't get the sense that you are it's definitely not me it's not a matter of how many rounds it's a matter of sort of improving on the game and um, and camaraderie with friends for me it's social Um, we got a really good group at our home club that we there's a number of us are retired and basically every day there's somebody to play golf with it's not the same guys every day like scott he uh, that's with us today he retired about a year and a half ago 
and he plays a lot, but he doesn't play every day. And then there's other guys that will play on Monday, and Scott's out on Tuesday. Mm-hmm. And I just basically, it's like, I'm going to play golf. If it's a nice day, I'm going to play golf. There are occasionally I'll get into sort of a goal setting. Um, like my goal, I went to one of my buddies the other day. We went out skiing in March, so I didn't, we didn't play nine days in a row. And uh, when we got back at the end of March, I was telling one of my buddies, I said, okay, I'm going to see if I can play golf every day in April and May. Okay. I haven't done that before. I mean, I've done months at a time, but trying to do two months in a row, play every day. So I have to play in some really crummy conditions to make this happen. Um, today was actually not the worst conditions I've played in okay. <laughs> recently. And uh, it just sort of gives me something to do. And it probably, I've always been goal-oriented. So it's like, okay, I'm not just going to like go out and whack balls to whack balls. I'm always trying to shoot the best round I can. Yeah. Um, it, it is more, it's my former competition. And um, pretty much every day I can find at least one person that will go play. Uh-huh. There are occasions I have to go by myself, but not very often. And um, so it's sort of, I can do it. And I know there's a finite amount of time left. And it's like somebody said something the other day about it. And I was like, well, I could take time off, but nobody's going to give me time five years from now to make up for it if I can't play or 10 years or 15 years. So that's sort of what keeps me going. And you two are married. Is that yes. is that correct? How long have you been married? <laughs> 28. It'll be 28 years. She actually sent me a text about two weeks ago that, We'd met 30 years ago, two weeks ago. Uh-huh. So that date sticks in my head more than when yeah. long we've been married. I know. I get that. How many rounds, what percentage would you say that you play together? Um, well, I mean, last year we started with our road trip, and that was, I don't know, 43 days. We basically played 42 of those together. Uh-huh. And again, we had another road trip early in January this year. And that was 40 days of playing golf together. But it's probably 30% of the time together. Yeah, I I think that might be a little high. Um, (laughs) So for like the winter, because we got away the last couple of winters, we we play together. But during the year, now from April through December, we probably won't play 15 times together. Correct. Okay. And do you, I guess I'm, I'm picturing, so you're members at River Creek, correct? Yes. Um, and you drove to come down here to Brander Mill to, yep. to play in this, and you're going to drive back. Yeah, we'll go back tonight. So it's sort of, there's, there's a secondary goal that I have. Yeah. I'm trying to get to a thousand different golf courses in my lifetime. Mm-hmm. And I'm at right at eight, 800, 801. I think today might be an 801. Okay. And uh, so when there's a course I haven't played before, and it's on the VSGA, and it looks like it's a pretty good spot. We'll we'll take off and go down and do it. Like next week, we're gonna go, go to the two uh, stay overnight in, down at Smith Mountain Lake. Okay. So we're gonna go down and play the two courses there. It's like, oh, we've been down the lake before. I never played golf, so it's like, well, let's go play those two. Yeah. When I saw that you all were in the field for this event, it felt like a celebrity sighting <laughs> that the Tidgewells were coming to the VSGA one day at Brandermill. I was like, wow, we're really doing something here. This is great. This is great. I I envision situations where, correct me if I'm wrong, or I don't want to, you know, cause an argument, but I guess I'm envisioning situations where you're playing River Creek and you're just 
you're playing and then you you call home and you're like, Kate, I'm going for an I'm I'm going around again. Does that happen? Not since yesterday. Or, or Rob, I'm I'm going around again. <laughs> Not like, since yesterday. <laughs> yes, it happens. Yes, it yeah. Happens. The emergency nine. Emergency yeah. Eighteen. It happens. Yeah. Yeah. How great is that? <laughs> I mean, it's great when you can get them in. Depends on and, the honeydew list. <laughs> <laughs> Rob, tell us a little bit about the trip to Ireland that you did, and from what I had read, you sort of had to were thrown into then organizing and executing it a lot of that yeah um actually i've sort of gotten into the whole golf organizing for our, our guys it's usually a group of eight or 12 of us will go um we the first year we went scott who's walked away he uh, and i sort of were working with car golf and it was interesting because we didn't get what we thought out of it the golf courses are great. The hotels are nice. But it sort of was like almost like, well, they got your money. They got you the tea times and they left you alone. So the group was, was a little more demanding than that. So it's sort of like, okay, we want to know what's going on, where we're going to be ahead of time and have a schedule, have a plan. Um, not that anybody else keeps track, but it's sort of one of those, like, let's do other stuff. Let's make sure things happen. Um, when we, the first trip when we went to Ireland, uh, it was sort of I'd, we had been over years before that my wife and I, and we'd gone to Cliffs of Moher. Now Car Golf never talked about the Cliffs of Moher, so we're we, I'm with these guys and they're like, well, what else are we gonna see? I said, well, we're in Little Hinch, we have to go to the Cliffs of Moher. Like, what's that? I mean, not the other 15 guys, like, what are you talking about? I said, it's just it's a phenomenal spot to go to and go walking. So we, not everybody went. A couple guys were still hungover. And we went up there one of the mornings and walked out, out in the rocks and out on the point. And these guys were, like, stunned because it's like all they ever think well, they had seen was, like, well, we went from bar to golf course to hotel. Uh-huh. And um, it was very a lot of fun. So they, now the next time we go, it's like, well, where are we going to go? What's the other thing we're going to do? So we, we try to find, like, unique things if we can set up a dinner somewhere and all that. But I have found that the high-end golf travel guys – aren't really concerned about you they mm-hmm. got paid and they're done so that that's how i really get involved and i check out golf courses to make sure we pick the right ones and all that what did you have any plans for 2020 that were upended by covid and what were they <laughs> yeah um well we're still in the midst of trying to redo everything we were supposed to have a, a group go over to um we were doing Ireland in 2020 again, uh-huh. um, Northern Ireland, a couple of different spots. And we, we, we postponed it from last spring. It was supposed to be in the spring. We postponed it August and then we postponed it again to this spring. Now we've postponed it to next July. So we've had to, we've moved it three times. Um, I do use a, an organization over there that I met the guy that runs it and sort of fills in my gaps for me. Uh-huh. And um, so he, he's helped, and they've helped move us around. And it, it's still, it's, it's crazy because it's sort of trying to keep everybody's in row, what's going on. And COVID has been made a mess of things. Um, actually, when I was playing today, I got a text from a guy that I'm working with in Scotland of trying to put something together as part of next year's trip. And uh, they finally got, we're, 
we were found this cottage on the third hole at Royal Dornick. Uh-huh. And we booked it this year for three days. And it was like, we were sort of packing stuff in. And I I'd said, hey, talk to him and see if we can get a fourth night. We can spread it out a little bit more. So he texted me today. He goes, okay, we finally got the okay on the third cottage at Crescent Beach or whatever it's called. It's on the third hole overlooking Royal Dornick. So it's it's having different contacts and sort of saying, hey, we want this, we want that. He actually is getting us on, of course, um, Skibo Castle, which is run by Carnegie. Okay. They do one foursome a day as guests. Oh. So he's my connection to get us on to that. And so then we'll stay there and play Dornick in there when we're up there. What has been your favorite travel experience? Favorite golf travel experience? I, I, I would say, actually, I love Ireland. So this is nothing bad about Ireland. We're, a couple of years ago, we did a Scotland trip, and we were, I was gone for 27 days. And I played 43 different golf courses in the 27 days. Mm-hmm. And it was wonderful. Everywhere we went, we stayed in nice places. Some of the friends that were with us, they, they have, are entertaining. Mm-hmm. Um, and they kept us going. We were, we were in the background of a wedding at Turnberry, at, uh, Trump Turnberry. And these guys were sitting in the bathrobes in the lobby. <laughs> And uh, we were laughing. We were in the bathrobes. We were laughing and stuff like that. So that that was a really, really good trip. A lot went on, and we saw a lot of great spots. What are a handful of courses maybe in Virginia that you haven't gotten to yet? Or are there areas of Virginia that you haven't experienced yet? Um, so there, there are some spots that are on my list. The Bristol, Virginia down there. Uh-huh. Um, oh, boy, a trying to think that you probably know the names more than i do um not old farm um old mill no we played old mill trail last year um like old farm i think is one and the virginian itself down there in bristol so that that, we have not gone down that way so that's on the list we um and then there's a couple here in the richmond area that I, i i wanted to play um when I, I watch for them, and if, hopefully when they come up, VSGA gets one. Yeah. I, I'm always looking what VSGA's got. And <laughs> I, I always start there with my list. And uh, it, we last year, what was Cedar Point and down in mm-hmm. Princess Anne, we went down yeah. and played those. Yeah. So I, I, we keep – it, it's great when there's like two right. back-to-backers. Mm-hmm. So then we, we'll drive out in the morning, play, see overnight, and play, and go back. Yeah. Um, that That's what I, we look for trying to get down here to – South, southwest Virginia and southeast Virginia down the beach. And Scott, who's with you, he's no slouch himself in the number of rounds that he puts no, in a year. He, he, his number, he said last year, was he got to about 250. Uh-huh. So he he's keeping up. I mean, he's only 30% behind, but it's not bad. <laughs> right. um, one of the, other, the year I played 371 rounds, one of good friends, who's, um, he plays a lot. He doesn't play every day because he's a little bit older. He was somebody asked him how many rounds he played. I said him 210, and we were in December, and he was we were going to Westwood Country Club because it was going to be a hundred different course I played that year. Okay, and uh, somebody said that's unbelievable. That's great. He goes, what are you talking about? I'm 160 behind him, <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so it, it's there's a bunch of guys that do it. But Scott Scott is uh, younger than I am, so he's got a little bit more energy. So he's pushing. He actually found this one and said. 
we're going down there because I wanted to play that. He wanted to play it, and I was like, oh, that's great. Okay. Go down with you. Have you learned anything about yourself or yourselves during this just abundance of golf? I mean, you're out there with with friends or you're alone. Um, Have you learned anything about your game? I mean, I, I feel like you have to sort of cross that threshold of my expectations are reasonable for what I'm going to get out of today's round because otherwise you might drive yourself mad. Well, I, I, yeah, I, I would think patience has been something that I have to be patient. I have to let a round come to me. I can't force it. Um, today I made a couple of dumb mistakes and then I birdied two out of the last three holes. So it's sort of, it's like, you know, it's going to be days. You're going to make, you're going to hit one in the water. You don't expect to, um, you just can't, overreact you can't get down um every day is different i mean every hole is different never mind that but every day is different and some days things work and some days they don't but it's like get the most i can out of it but don't give up don't sort of say i'm gonna pack this round in i'll just mail one in it's always trying to find okay what, what do i need to do coming in and i'll let katie answer because i'm thinking she <laughs> yeah. probably today she kept talking in the cart so <laughs> Well, and the only thing that I've realized is, I mean, it's not life and death. It's golf, and, you know, you you have to put some effort in if you want to make some improvements. And even then, it's like if the golf gods aren't willing to let you play well today, you know, it's a humbling experience. Right. So just enjoy the time out there and have fun. Yeah, I had some folks in my group that got, one guy got amazing bounces every time, always kicked out. Other guys did not have that same thing, and it was like it was Andrew's day versus the other guy's day. What, what would you say are your favorite courses? In well, let me let me back up to. We're gonna sort of close out here, but okay. were you were you both born and raised in Virginia? Tell me a little bit about your Virginia story. How did you how did you come here, et cetera, and and settle where you are? Sure, we we do have to admit we are Northerners. We are Yankees. Okay, where um, where up north? I, I grew up in Connecticut. Okay. Grew up I, in New Jersey. New Jersey. Okay. I grew up in upstate New York. And okay. So in 1999, I got transferred to Virginia um, work-wise from Evergreen, Colorado, probably one of the most beautiful places in the world, <laughs> and um, Kate agreed to come. Uh-huh. It took a little pressure, but uh, so we've been, we came to Virginia in 99, so 22 years ago. Um Grew up in New England, and for me and Kate in the Northeast, so that that's how we ended up in Virginia. So when you go to favorite courses, um, that because we played everywhere, it, it's a very interesting list that I would come up with. Yeah, um, I, I think probably at this point in Virginia, RTJ is probably number one. Okay, um, I've got friends that are members there, so I've gotten to play. Kate hasn't been there yet. But she has played Kinlock, which was probably number two in Virginia, right? Um, yeah, but I have a Cascades down at the homestead is mm-hmm. always a special place. Okay. So th- uh, those are probably the three, our three top in Virginia. Um, for myself, Haiwan Golf Club in Colorado, where we were members when we lived in Colorado, it was up in the Rocky Mountains. The first tee, instead of having the yardage, had 7480 on it. That was in uh, number of feet above sea level the first uh-huh. was and it was just great we had the Rocky Mountain background and the whole thing it was a spectacular spot 
and then in my travels it's I probably have my top three are Royal County Down, Royal Port Rush, and Mid Ocean in Bermuda. Those okay, would probably be the three. If if I could play three more rounds, I'd probably that would probably be out of the United States. Yeah, that would be where I'd go. Okay, what about you, Kate? What's your international golf um, been like? I mean, like Royal County Down. I mean, Old Head to me is just spectacular. Uh-huh. Um, I mean, would recommend anybody go there. Just you know, and if you could spend the night there, spend the night there. Um, and then, yeah, I haven't. I guess I've played a couple of places in Scotland, but um, you know. And then you have played St Andrews. I did play St Andrews, not very well, <laughs> but I did play it. <laughs> is there anything? L- l- let me ask you. This is sort of the last question. I'll promise we'll wrap up. What do you say? And I don't know that you have the opportunity to to the, to the degree that you experience someone who's maybe new to the game or considering taking up golf and maybe they don't know the celebrities that they are amongst when they are with you but how do you sell people to take up golf because you guys are like junkies it's awesome how do you how do you sell it i mean for me there's a lot of ladies especially i mean they they almost get intimidated as well and it's like everybody's got to start somewhere don't ever believe somebody who said that they you know they started playing golf and they played golf well right off the side. Nobody did. So um, just get out there and hit it. Have fun. I mean, it's, a, you know, just you're outside. I mean, enjoy it. Right. You know, and I mean, if it starts being a chore, you know, then take a break and do something else. It, yeah. I, I mean, it's our son and daughter play. My daughter, not as much as she did when she was younger. And my son didn't play much when he was younger. And then when uh, he graduated from college, I was, I was working on a group where we had three, four guys who were supposed to go to Scotland and one guy dropped out. And I said, you know, why don't you come with us? You, you, you know how to hit balls. I said, we get ready, hit some golf balls at school, and uh, come spend a week in Scotland. We'll go play golf. And he was, he'd never played two days in a row. And we went over and played seven days in a row. And I, I didn't know if he liked it or not. He hit some great shots. I mean, he's a good athlete and all that. And um, so when we were all done, we came home. And he said, what, what trip are you going on next year? I said, well, we're probably going to go to Ireland. He goes, can I go? Uh-huh. And now he's now he doesn't play a lot, but he loves to take the trip. Because everybody's nobody critiques you. Nobody's saying, hey, why did you do that? It's sort of like, have fun. Go out and have fun. Have a couple of drinks afterwards and enjoy yourself. And he's gone... I'm, now he, he was supposed to be on the one we did this year so he'll go next year on three trips with us with a bunch of older guys he does like it when some of the younger guys go and he said it's just really nice and he said you guys nobody's nobody's criticizing you and i think that's the biggest part just have fun that's don't worry about it it's not if a, somebody in the group is going to shoot 75 and you're going to shoot 95 nobody's going to say well why didn't you play better yeah and i think that's the key that's the message is like kate said we, we all stunk at some point, and there's days we still stink. But it's sort of like, go have fun, enjoy it, and you see parts of the world you never see before. And that's what today was sort of like for me. I hadn't played in a one day in a really long time, and it was an opportunity to be with some people that I'd never met before, to see them. And we've got people who are like apologizing, saying, oh, I'm sorry, I'm holding you guys. No, 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 we're in, we're in this together. 
Like right. we're in this together. This doesn't matter whether it was by fate or whether our our own choosing we played together. Don't worry about that. You how could you hold it against someone? And I think that that's a thing that a lot of people sort of uh, it's self-imposed that they carry with them when they come onto the course. Yeah, I really think people think people are going to criticize them and it's like it's never that. I just it's it's me against the golf course. And I'll 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 pay attention to you. I'll help you find your ball. I'll look for your ball. I hope you look for mine. But I'm never going to say, well, why did they put me with that person? It's just like it's just to go have fun, enjoy it. And I'm playing against the golf course. I'm not playing against you. I'm not playing against Scott. Except Scott likes to always bet, so I have to most of the time pay attention to him. Right. We'll, but, uh, get, we'll get out of this before we have to let Scott on. Have to pass Scott the microphone. Yeah. Thank you guys so much for joining me. Thank you so much for your membership with the VSGA and for all the rounds that you play. And it's so fascinating to hear your story and, and the, the abundance of golf that you play. Have a safe trip back, and we hope to see you again soon. Great. Thanks. Thank nice you. Nice meeting you. Thanks for listening to this week's episode of Golf in the Commonwealth, and big thanks to Kate and Rob Tidgewell. I hope you'll take a second and subscribe to the podcast wherever you're listening, and please rate us and leave a review. VSGA championship and event season is upon us, and you'll need an active handicap index to play in VSGA events. So remember to visit your VSGA member club to renew your VSGA membership for 2021, or visit VSGA.org and renew online. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the fairway soon.